I would be among the first to admit that we made mistakes in government. I will be among the first to admit that there was corruption within previous Antigua Labour Party administrations. But I have to admit that the corruption that exists today under the UPP regime makes corruption under the previous ALP administration. Child's play, my dear people. I mean, this thing is exclusive. There will be no job losses under the Labour Party administration. While there's moonlight and music and love and romance I now turn to the water shortage that has plagued this country for some time. And I say to you tonight that leadership matters. I say to you tonight that the water shortage that our people have been experiencing is an issue that belongs to a different age. And I say too, that we have made positive steps in order to resolve the water problem. And I guarantee you that within 14 days, there will be increased water supply in this country. The cornerstone of our general election campaign was the provision of affordable housing. Indeed, we promised 500 homes in 500 days. And we said to you that you would have gotten 500 homes in 500 days. Those with little or no vision said that it could not be done. Well, as your Prime Minister, I said to you that it can be done and that it shall be done. Let's face the music and dance. Let's face the music and dance. I mean, this thing is exclusive. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, so nice to be with you again. Another week of True Labor Talks. I am co-host, Vio Conor Bird III, and I'm in studio with Lionel Nedwell. And we're here to discuss um, various topics concerning the politics in Antigua and Barbuda and our socio-economical situation in this small island. Um, it's been an interesting week for me. had my hands full in the court as I am a lawyer, practicing Antigua for the last 16, 70 years. And it's just eye-opening as what takes place in our court. And we have a little um, surprise to you um, <laughs> in our second yeah. issue we're dealing with, the case, a judgment that 
was rendered by Master Jan Drysdale on the 25th, I think, 25th, yeah, of, 25th, yeah, 25th of September. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good one. Um, Nedwell. Yes, that's a good afternoon to our listeners. Uh, great again to be here with you again today. And as my, my um, co-host just told you, there's a lot of issues to discuss. We'll be touching some of those issues and keep you well informed of what's going on in Antigua and Barbuda politically and, and things that's affecting your lives. And um, you just stay tuned. Yeah. Well, usually start off with the campaign. Didn't go, you know, campaigning, didn't go campaigning this week, but I was in the constituency nevertheless, even usually, before I yes. came for you, Nedwell. Yes, I was yes, in yes. Um, uh, Otter's Newtown by a, a client, a friend mm -hmm. of mine, mm -hmm. an elector. That's right. Certain situations yeah. that he's going through hard time, immigration matters. Wow. I speak to people in the constituency every week. Some of them are clients of mine. Mm -hmm. Some of them want some advice legally, even though they don't come into chambers or so. They'll call me, ask me questions and so on. So we are out there. Uh, what I could say is what I'm hearing overall is just the economic slowdown in this country. Mm -hmm. I believe that the prime minister thinks because he's building houses in painters <laughs> or that he's continuing to sell passports that makes mm -hmm. a happy Antigua yeah. and Barbuda mm. but I do believe that the employment unemployment situation in Antigua still hovers somewhere above 10 percent yeah. of the workforce mm -hmm. in Antigua and Barbuda no I'm not gonna say it's 15 is 20 mm -hmm. But it's hovering above 10 percent mm -hmm. of the workforce mm -hmm. in antigua and why i can't tell you anything further than that is because you don't have any proper statistics That's even though you have ministry of planning and statistics mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. to get any statistics down there is a nightmare wow i mean mm -hmm. one of the big concerns of mine is the when was the last con consensus done the last census I yeah mean, i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah i remember yeah. about 2011 they were doing one because I had a girlfriend that was um, working down there at Planning Statistics and she was working her tail and off boy. She was working, working, working yeah, and taking all these statements the and walking around like she named a politician going house to house, <laughs> getting all these who's in the house and mm. how many people live here and what type of jobs yeah, and are they and blah, 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 blah. And then I asked her, what's the end result? So what is the population? She <laughs> don't know. <laughs> ah. All that data uh, that it went to waste. She just still didn't have so no what, what is amazing is you wonder how this government is able to plan mm -hmm. for the benefits of yeah. a population when they don't know the they size know the of figure. the population in a figure. community. That's right. You can say, okay, out at um, one of the smallest villages in Antigua is Ebenezer Village. Mm -hmm. Ebenezer really goes from just after hauling them by mm -hmm. the, the um the gas station right and then mm -hmm. it goes up to like jennings school mm -hmm. just after jennings school there yeah right that's mm -hmm. ebenezer. ebenezer one yeah. of the smallest villages just about the smallest yeah village. how many people are in there we don't mm -hmm. know no. we don't have any statistics that's right, that's right. No <laughs> one of the largest villages or the largest is all saints villages mm -hmm. village how many they people did in there? they did their um, 2011, the, the census was, mm -hmm. the exercise was carried out, but we haven't I received haven't an official number. figure no of the population of and the breakdown for the different right. constituencies or parishes or whatever. Mm 
Hmm. How many people in our uh, uh, Saints Village? Still don't know. A lot. Still don't know. That's no, that's the reality. Yeah, how yeah, how yeah. do you plan uh, with whatever limited finances you receive in the, the in the um, treasury? Treasury. Yeah. You understand? How do you plan mm -hmm. for the largest village or the one of the smallest villages? When you don't how do you even plan know, to you don't even know work how many that money to benefit the lives of these that's people? Right. That's right. If you don't, you can't go into battle without knowing what you're up against you know exactly that's why you have those recon forces yes so they're lightly lightly um, armed very mobile but they're in there getting they're in info. there get the information and All get back info. if you can that's right <laughs> it's, it's, it's opposed to the, the, the enemy will try that's right to stop you getting that information on their battle strength right. how many get back vehicles how much manpower that's and right. so on that's how many is a platoon a yes. battalion that's you know right. regiment how how, how, right. how large is it out there oh, how right. well are they armed what are you facing you right. know yeah. we plan Mm. without any information that's right so the largest village or the smallest village you take what you get this is what we got and this is what we're going to work yeah with. because there are no specifics there are no specifics that's so you right. can't no plan specifics. for the various communities not in antigua and Barbie because you don't have any proper sense, census done not at all. Not at all. it's a problem i mean we could talk about this all day you know but mm -hmm. the situation is if the antiguans aren't tired of this sort of governance and protest and mm -hmm. speak out against yeah, it it this, won't get any better no. this is the normal in antiguan this is the, the new normal the way it's yeah. done it is mm -hmm. so that is what we have to say um mm -hmm. but overall nedwell i think that i am out in the constituency yes, and yes, even if i am not physically in the constituency i'm seeing a lot of the constituency constituents because they call me that's right or mm -hmm. i go and visit them because mm -hmm. they're clients mm -hmm. and you hear about their hardships that's right that's and in st john's rural south which i'm talking about which i am the caretaker for the true labor party the conditions on oh. this mm -hmm. powerhouse government mm -hmm. have not improved to any not noticeable extent not a bit yeah, I can't say that it has has changed people's lives no, because Gaston Brown and corrupt labor have gotten back no, in power. done this, done that. Or no. won the election just this year. That's so true. It has been more the same. Mm -hmm. But the same people that I'm talking to probably assisted and voted for them mm -hmm. to get back there. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, so they complain yeah, to me, and I'm just letting you know <laughs> what they're saying. But honestly, I mean, they have a man by the name of Jesus Christ when he oh, yes. came and told people to turn the other cheek and to this love your neighbor, love your so enemy. Forth. People are like, what? Hmm. He's serious? Yes. And that whole message was what in particular led to him being crucified. That's right. Because the message was revolutionary. Mm -hmm. Not revolutionary in the sense of go out and kill your opponents, your and do but this, go out that, and love you know what I mean? That's right. And when he, he slaps you on one cheek to give him the other cheek. That's right. Different frame That of was something that was never heard from. No, man. So you know what they call him? Crazy. <laughs> that crazy man, that, that, that upstart. Yeah. He's provoking the, the normal set mm -hmm. of way things are done. Status quo. You know? Mm -hmm. So, Jesus Christ, yeah. I give it to him. That's so true. Probably the greatest revolutionary of all time. Probably. He made Che Guevara and Fidel look like jokes. You know what I'm saying? Because his revolution is over 2,000 <laughs> oh, years and going strong still. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs>
God bless him. Yeah, yeah, yeah boy. So we will go move on now from the campaign. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you wanted to say something. Yeah, about the campaign. yeah, yeah. yeah I just wanted to say it's a very good thing that we are going out there meeting these people. Yeah. You know, we have to let them know <coughs> that we are still there in existence. Very much so. How you mean? And you know, we just didn't get our licks and run and lick our wounds. Yeah. You know that we are determined that we are coming back out there to do what we have to do to fix this place because this place really needs to be fixed. You know, we every time I hear our theme for the, the intro theme for this program, you know, it just tells me so much. And I just often wonder how Antigua people knows and hear these things and still make the kind of mistakes that they make. You know, we, we don't need that. We need to, you know, start to think soberly and do what we are supposed to do. We want this country to be moving on. And we need your help in order to do that. We just and we want it and we are making full attempt to get it done. And you not you have to play your part. And then this is what that's happening. And when we I listen to the, the our theme for this program and I hear all these at first he started to say, Well, he will admit that they were corrupt. People say, What? Nobody that is sent off an alarm? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What you know? type of man? You know, what type of it, man he you is? Know, that that you know, he was in a position as right. a public servant, mm-hmm. somebody elected into office to look about the interests of, of the, people. the people. He is in a position That's where right. he knows not only of the corruption of the Antigua Labour Party, yeah. but he goes on to say that in comparison to the UPP, That's it's right. child's play. Yeah, the idea. So basically, he's saying. He is in a position where he's able to balance corrupt labor's corruption right. uh, the AMP, and, the and the UPP corruption. The idea. And he was saying that the UPP corruption is a lot worse because right. the Labour Party's corruption is only child's, child's play. play to you. Yeah, to the so he knew about the corruption. Of course. And the people. Well, familiar. If you know about corruption, then you are corrupt. That's I'm not doing anything, of course. You didn't you are do anything about not it. A thing. I Usually speak. in the Westminster system, if your party is corrupt, you go and you make complaint about the corrupt individual corrupts the scandal. That's right. But, That's right. And, and if you don't have the party or the government do something about it, you resign. That's right. Usually in that system. Yeah. What in our system, our corrupted version of the Westminster system. I guess we call this 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 not the Westminster system. Yeah, I guess the Wadadley system. Yes. The Wadadley system from what I understand from Gaston Brown's motions, his actions, is you sit down there, you see your party being corrupt, you see the UPP being corrupt, you say nothing, you fight for leadership over the party, become the leader of the corrupt party, work with the same corrupt individuals, and basically you just say, stop saying they are corrupt. That is what I understand from what he's saying, all his actions. Basically, that's what it is there. But you don't know the amazing part about it is that the people buy into that nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see people go out there in droves and vote for these people and behave and calling him world boss and all them kind of things with that yeah. sort of behavior, you know, it's by they buy into that for whatever reason. And then, you know, it started with disheartening. Yeah, because, you know, we, we like to see the country move on in a proper way, the way how, you know, a country is supposed to run. Yeah. And all these kind of things that's going on here and these people just turn a blind eye to it. 
And uh, they even give it a name. They don't even say, boy, uh, they say they turn a blind eye, a kind of name that makes it sound smooth. Turn what blind eye be? You can't turn a blind eye to nonsense, yeah. things that are affecting your life and going to affect your children's life down the road. And you turn a blind eye to that way, you can't, you know, and the people, they still cannot convince me that they're not doing this to purpose because I don't understand. You see these things and you just continue to do it time and time and time again. And people need to change that. And this is why we go out there, and we are going out there this early, to draw to people's attention exactly the things that's happening and what you need to do. We have not even seen any employment. They promised us employment in Galore. All sorts of things, that, that, and, and unemployment will be a thing of the past and all that. But do we see any meaningful employment taking place in Antigua? No. Not even the, the, the ones that they had promises down the road is like they forgot those. So then what happened? What you do? Just sit back and wait for them to come and con you and lie to you again? You know, you have to take some sort of step. You have to do something. At least call on them and say, hey, man, this thing isn't working right. You know, you promise us this, you promise us that, and you should live up to your promises. Yeah. But to me... The, le the less you live up to your promises, the better you benefit because they got more seats. Yeah. So, I, I really don't understand. But we, it's You're nice. rewarded for non-performance. For non-performance. Can you imagine? Yeah, that um, is it's, so. it's blind loyalty to the crop labor party or whatever it is. I just call it foolishness. Of course it is. Not even being, being loyal. You can't, you're loyal to something that is, has you know, been not doing nothing to you. for you. Not doing, not doing a thing. thing. Not but I just think it's just pure foolishness Absolutely. or misguided loyalty. That's so true. I'll go yeah. along with that. Yeah. You know? So yeah, we have been out there. You know, we have a purpose to be out there. We're still trying hard to educate the people and to let them see the things that they, they, they say they turn a blind eye to. And then, you know, to let them know that it's not that the way. You know, I, I spoke to a gentleman a couple of days ago and I say, ah, while you're talking, say, oh, well, uh -huh, I guess you're waiting on the 6th of November. He said, well, you know, kind of, how, but, you know, I'm not for it, and I'm, but I'm, you know, not going to vote, still not going. So I say, you can't do that. I say, people who are for it and, 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 and are dedicated to those other people, they, they're going to vote and say what's on their mind and say that they are for it. So why are you not going to vote? You're not saying nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know, so these are the things you have to, to be out there trying to educate the people to let them know, hey, you know, your mind might be telling you one thing, but it's not benefiting you know how. Because if you go out there and don't vote, if you don't go out there and vote, and then it goes the other way around, how do you look at it? You know, you didn't help the cause one bit. Whether you are for it or not for it for your particular reason why you wasn't for it, at least go out there and show that you're not for it. Yeah. Just don't sit back at home and then however you drop it up, please, yeah. <laughs> no, don't do this to us anymore, man. Go play your part, you know, and that's what we're out there doing. So I'm so glad for, to be out there week after week, or every other week for right now, and then, you know, meet the people and tell them what's on uh, our mind, and they tell us what's on their mind, and yeah. we put it all together and make time. some sense it out of it. Time. Yes. And that is what we Absolutely. are committed to. Yes. When I left the Corrupt Labour Party, I believe mm. it was sometime in late January, early February 2013. 13. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. um, it was to leave that organization 
-hmm. and join another organization which was going to be based on principles Mm -hmm. and not necessarily just to get into power into Mm -hmm. office Mm -hmm. the principle is what we stand for in the true labor party and we looked around at the other political organizations at the time and what transpired in the past and realized that a lot of politicians a lot of the candidates have one goal to get into parliament you just get your foot in the end and everything is set and you can say after that what you go so you need to get back with the labor party and then kiss up with gaston and yeah, just to get back in there and then when you get a seat then you can say and do what you want to that's not what we're about now we will keep fighting for better Antigua and Barbuda. It will take time, Mm -hmm. but people will hear our message Mm -hmm. and eventually they will realize after they've been lied to for many years that you had a better option. Mm -hmm. An option that could provide better for you, your family, your friends, your neighborhood, your constituency, Mm -hmm. your island, your nation of Antigua and Barbuda. That is what we're all about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you leave an organization, they consider you upstart or you you a backstabber yeah. or you you betrayed or you oh, you want power so bad that you you left them because you want to be in charge. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the situation, I have never rushed for any position in government or to be a candidate. I've been asked before to be a candidate in the corrupt Labour Party, and mm-hmm. I chose not to. Mm-hmm. So that's not what I'm about, just to win a seat at any cost. Mm-hmm. And that is what I believe the True Labour Party has to offer than all the other political organizations in the past. That's right. You find people with all these highfalutin principles and then the urge to win their seat (laughs) and to get the backing of a a major party, the ALP or the UPP, is too much for them to bear. And they form coalition, for example, Medford Nicholas. He was O N D or O something or the other. Yeah, O N D. Yeah, O P P or U P P or P P P or D P P. Whatever the hell he was. Yeah, yeah. Some bit of nonsense. And then all of a sudden, no, he's a comrade. Yeah, yeah. He don't cuss them out now. He don't cuss them out now. You know, most time he cuss out them same set of people he comrades it. Yeah. So it's so ridiculous, weird that you know how you end up with that. How you bring yourself to that point where you know these people are corrupt, these people that I don't want to be around these people, I don't want to follow their policies, they have corrupt policies. You said it so many times during your other campaigns. And then all of a sudden, you become part of that group. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's awful, yeah. So it, it, it's really true. Awful, so. Yeah, yeah so, so that's really the segment on our um, campaign. campaign. Mm-hmm. Our, our walk around, our yeah. mingling with our electors in St. John's Resort, and even if not electors, the inhabitants of the constituency of St. John's Resort, which we do um, every week for me, sometimes every other week, as permitted. But um, this week, 25th of September, that was a Tuesday, I had an assessment of damages hearing at the High Court, and that was not for a client of mine. That was actually for a case that I had against the government, against the Attorney General. I don't know if you are aware, but back in January of 2013, I was assaulted, battered, and malicious, um, 
what you call it again, falsely imprisoned, malicious prosecution, assault and battery, and the foul language was used on me. I think it's about five charges, um, malicious damage to my property. And that was done to me, not by an, a citizen, an average Antiguan and Barbudo. That was done to me by a police officer. Police officer, a senior police officer in the Royal Police Force of Antigua and Barbuda. We were on Newgate Street and High Street, Newgate Street and Market Street in St. John's. And the reason we were there, we were protesting the Wadadli Power Plant scandal, where they sold us these old generators. I want to say they. The generators came from China. Mm-hmm. And we were informed that these generations are old. Mm-hmm. What we found out was that the leadership of the Antigua Labour Party were just being quiet about the whole incident. Mm-hmm. They said, oh yes, the generators are old. But then some individuals, Gaston Brown and a few others, felt that they couldn't look at the pictures that they had and determine that they were old. So they said, did we get value for money? Some cute, cutesy, cutesy bullshit. <laughs> so a group of us started to picket the Chinese embassy and would picket the embassy out at um, Marble Hill. And then we would picket on Newgate Street and Market Street, top of Market Street, the home and business place of the ambassador to China, David Chow. What happened on the 15th and 22nd? I was assaulted by a criminal in the Royal Police Force by the name of Alvin Thomas, senior officer. You, at that time, he was over the St. John's police station. We were on the corner with our Tibetan and Taiwanese flag, and we were giving it to David Shaw that throws ties and gifts, and up with Tibet, down with China, up with Taiwan, down with China and really give it to him good and proper. The officers seemed to have a problem with us standing on those stoneworks that the UPV had put up in Market Street and um, Corn Alley. And because of that, he told us to get down. So I said, what, why, why do I have to get down? If I'm not interfering with the public standing on the stoneworks on the sidewalks, I'm not standing in the street, you know, Nedwell, where you can say, okay, He's interfering with the traffic, traffic, or he's interfering with the pedestrians going about their business. I am standing on stoneworks, which is off the road. And he saw a problem in that. So after he told us several times, the man dragged me off the side of the stoneworks and pulled me off nearly on Jim's back. Luckily, Jim was there. I think he wanted to pull me down on the ground, like make me hit face for us down on the, on, the, on, the, on the road. Luckily, Jim was in front of me and broke my fall. To the day that Jim died, Jim was complaining about pains in his back. You understand? Anyway, the officer pushed me towards the police station and said that um, you going to arrest me. I said, well, go ahead now. Yeah, do we have to go? Yeah, do. Do. Pull no, off a strap for my camp because trying to record him. Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh, we're going to arrest you. I said, Do we have to do? Anyway, he gave me back my camcorder and I went right back on the stoneworks mm-hmm. and picked it until 12 o'clock. We tried to make a report to the police station right there at St. John's about what the officer did an assault and battery. 
we were told by the individuals, the police officers behind the desk, that they couldn't take a report of a senior officer from about the a complaint about the senior officer. You have to go to St. John's head police station headquarters on American Road and complain where to a senior person on the level of the same Alvin Thomas. Make a complaint to them. Okay. And then they'll start the ball rolling. Well, it's almost five years now. And we made a complaint on the same 15th of January 2013. And then on the second occasion, the 22nd, when I was actually arrested, we went into the, into the, the dog cell for 30 hours, both Jim and I. And when I came out, I think on the 25th, the Friday, we went back to American Road Police Headquarters and made another complaint. Up to now, there's no investigation. Nobody has called me about what took place. So after that happened, we're not getting any resolve criminally by making a charge or filing a complaint. Well, we made a complaint, but they never did anything about it. So we had to go the route of a civil suit. And we filed a lawsuit on Alvin Thomas, Attorney General, 2014. We won the case in April of this year, 2018. And on the 25th of September, we had our assessment where I was awarded about 150,000 EC dollars for the assault and battery, malicious prosecution, malicious damage, foul language, and what was the last one there now? There's another charge. I remember what the other charge was. Okay. Uh, false imprisonment. The, the incarceration. The, ma the main one. Yeah. For, let me break it down for you. For the malicious damage to my headphone, my earpiece, and the, the strap for the camcorder, I didn't have any receipts or anything that I could produce. So I got nominal damage in the amount of $100. For the assault and battery, since I didn't have any medical report mm -hmm. I received another hundred dollars nominal damage for the assault and battery that's why I received a hundred dollars for pain and suffering on the two occasions 15 and 22nd I received twenty thousand dollars for the false imprisonment and the conditions down at the St. John's police station I received ninety thousand dollars for the what was it on malicious prosecution i received fifteen thousand dollars for the two occasions and exemplary damages in the amount of ten thousand dollars that's a hundred and thirty five thousand dollars when you take into account that i'm also awarded a hundred percent of my costs and interest at five percent per annum it takes me to just about $150,000. Mm -hmm. And that is a situation yeah. where I find very strange, Nedwell, in that our evidence was that we had video recordings of what happened on both occasions. We had photographs of what took place. And the AG's office, Crown Prosecutors, still put in a defense and tried to say they could justify what transpired. When the came came to trial, Sometime, 
in March or April. It's April. Early to mid-April. Alvin Thomas could not be found, the main witness. He never showed up for the case. What do you think? So we had judgment against the AG since April. It's just the assessment that we, we had on the 25th. In my situations, I feel bad for the taxpayers of Antigua and Barbuda. Because you fought a case all the way to trial. But then the defendants never showed up. So that is a more of a burden on the taxpayers. Because at, before you get the claim and admit to the claim and said yes we did assault and batter and malicious damages property and you would have less damages to pay you went and fought it all the way to a trial and never showed up and then the taxpayers gonna have to pay that that is what the reality is no i don't know if they want to appeal the case but i know that jan drysdale's judgment is very sound I do not expect the figures to be lowered in any way, shape, or form. But I would say this, that the Crown Prosecutors, the AG, dropped the ball in this matter. Maybe they thought that I was going to finally give up. But I'm still here trying to get justice. And what is more concern is that after all of that, you did not even attempt to mitigate the losses so that the taxpayers would have less of a burden to pay at the end of the day. They're paying, so they don't need to do that. Yeah, Ned, well, you have anything to say on the whole matter? Yeah, watch this whole thing played out to its final chapter. Yeah. And I'm so happy that, you know, we got to the end of it. Whoa, it's been long. January 15th will make five years. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but one of the thing, one of the strangest part of this, this whole um, going on, is that mm -hmm. I was with you in court one day, and you were actually being reprimanded to being the victim of nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a judge inside there telling you all sort of crazy stuff, and you know, trying oh, to oh, reprimand you, and you provoked the police officer. I taunted him. <laughs> hey man, this is so. So the whole thing makes me feel so happy to know that the chapter is closed. And yeah. we don't have to go through that nonsense anymore, you know. And it's so good. true. That's right. And I, I, I know, I talk, feel so proud of that judge to sit back and look and see exactly what took place. And within the assessment of damage, she gave you justice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I do agree. Yeah. I, I, have, I am pleased. I believe that justice has been rendered. Oh, yes, definitely. And I'm, I'm grateful because it's something when it happens to you, nobody else can really they can have empathy no, yes but only you feel it no only you know and, and then you're wondering also if they could do that to a senior lawyer exercising his right to assemble and and protest peacefully what are they going to do as police officers who have the power to arrest and to charge you and to detain you that's right that's right you know prosecute you in the courts what what if they can do that to me what would they do to the average, yeah, the average citizen who doesn't know his way around the law who has no experience in going to court or going to trial or say this is my right and i'm not going to move because you don't know the law i wasn't going to move because that was my right to assemble to be in protest so basically at the end of the day what we're saying is that if it happened to me my attempt to seek justice was so that other people who were made victims of the police 
will know what to do. Look at my ruling, look at my case, and you see what to do. Sue them. Sue them when they breach your rights, your freedoms. That is what needs to be done. You said it's you know, it's so true what you just said. You have to do what you have to do. You know, you have to fire back when these guys come at you in this particular kind of way because again we are to take away your right, you know, is something that you know we can't tolerate we are. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's like taking you back into time. These rights have been fought for. And, and then, you know, to know, to see now that th these guys will come and try to deprive you of that. So you have to do exactly what, I, I, I mean, if you didn't do anything about this, how would you feel when the next man encounters such a situation? Yeah, and it happens all the time. Yes, yeah, you it happens say, all God, the time. I you got see, the opportunity, yeah. Why I had to do it is because... I know of Eugene Humphrey, the oh, Minister yes, of Health. Yes, 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 I heard about who that. He was assaulted up at on, on a factory road by the transport board mm -hmm. with the same Alvin Thomas, mm -hmm. the criminal. Same guy, same guy. Assaulted and battered him. I think he even damaged his back. Oh, wow, wow. And this officer has been promoted through a force. Mm. And um, two end of 2017, he was actually given awards by the Queen. So somebody or somebody in the police force or government is still recommending Alvin Thomas for his service to Antigua and Barbuda as a police officer to be awarded. Wow. And we are saying no. We are going to write to the Police Service Commission. Mm -hmm. We are going to write to whatever honors board, the Queen's honors board, that mm -hmm. gave him his honor. That's and it. let them know what the type of filth this that they're giving out honors yeah. to. Mm -hmm. So there's no dull moment. We have to keep on working. Absolutely. We have to keep on fighting. Yeah, no two ways that about is the situation. No two ways about that. You know, And show them that, look, we oppose to the ignorance that you're doing. And we will do whatever we have to do to let you stop. They need to stop that way. They need to stop. You can't harass, harass people for exercising their right there. You can't not only harass them, try to brutalize them. Because what you encountered there is just something that is so out of hand, you know. Man throwing, the, what they call it, the shit cell. And all dog that kind cell, of shit cell, 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 cell. There are all kind of names to that because of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not a nice place to be. You pointed out to me at one point that... Um, that's a place where they used to put condemned prisoners in colonial times. Before they hung them. Before, that's right. Before yeah. they send them to be hung. <coughs> they separated them from the other people. That's right. In and the and jail that's the part or where they, whatever they held them, what they call mm. them back in those days. That's they separated right. these people. Yeah. They are already judged to be to the, to in the wrong. Yeah, they already condemned to be. To so be. the people who are innocent until proven guilty, or mm. even those who have been found guilty of a small minor crime, they hold them there in the jail. That's right. Right? Mm -hmm. Separate from the dungeon. dungeon. That's so right. This is a serious capital offense that men are going to swing. That's right, right there. The colonials knew the difference between guilty and, and not that's guilty. That's right, that's or right. Or between guilty and uh, innocent until proven, proven guilty. That's and right. they separated down those lines. Of course, of course. Now, we're right all about the CCJ and the black people oh, need to be in charge oh, okay. and it's time for the black man. Oh. But. We have treated our own people pretty badly mm -hmm. since independence. Mm -hmm. Go down to the St. John's police station or up to the prison 
and see how we treat our own black people. We're talking about the white man has such inhumanities against black people and it had us like animals. How do we treat our own citizens when a senior officer at St. John's Police Station sees a man exercise his constitutional right to pickle peacefully and decides that this is a, a, a breakdown of order, law and order and a danger to the Queen's peace. And I need to go for my goes and assaults, batter, maliciously prosecute, falsely imprison, maliciously damage your property, all for the fact to show that he's in charge. That's what we are against. That's right. You're acting like if you're the colonials. Worst. Yeah, worst there. You know, I just don't even believe it. But then, you know, they use these arguments all the time because yeah. then yeah. just a couple of days ago, this lady was talking about how wicked black people are to one another because of a situation that she saw. And the other guy was so into this colonial this and what they did us back then, like he totally forget and not even looking at what they're doing to us now, our own people. It's bad when a white colonial is doing it to you that's right but when, but you're when your own, own black people who are on the same struggle oh man yeah yeah this is the same struggle yeah yeah you're gonna say that you're going to hold them in a dungeon it's so crazy man. St. John's police station or you're gonna hold them up in the prison in 1735 where they all these skin eating bugs and the whole condition of the cell is 12 men in one cell the cell that was supposed to be built for 3 or 4 is 12 men Yeah. and then the, 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 the last one that goes in is the one that sits closest to the, the slop bucket and the slop bucket get empty twice a day so sometime when the man and them want to go do the number 2 they have to crawl over the head of another man next to the bucket. You toilet right next to your head. Hopefully some of that stuff don't don't splash up. You understand? Drop in his face or something. The scent of that school right there that that overcrowded cell. And you're gonna tell me you have to get rid of the privy council so that black people can look out for you. Because you have we have the similar amounts of melanin in our skin. Doesn't mean that you're a better person. And don't mean that I have to say, okay, give him a chance. It means that you watch these people. It means that you don't just give up your rights and say, I'm going to give up my rights even on the colonialism established in the Privy Council and in courts on the United Kingdom for many, many years and say basically it's a black man in charge down here. Because he was a black man in charge down at St. John's Police Station when I was beaten. That's right. I didn't get beaten by a colonial. I never got thrown in a dungeon by a white man. It's my own black man. Own black brother. Own black brother doing that to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So I just beg and hope that the people of Antigua and Barbuda listen and just to be vigilant because they have the skin, same skin tone as you does not mean no, they're that they're looking about your, your interest. Not at all. Not at all. Man. So just pull one, one sense out of nonsense and don't say just because you have a CCJ that that is going to be better for me. No way. No, man. You know? They need to look at this in detail. You know, Very much so. That's right, and realize what they're doing before they do what they do. That's yes, yeah. um, I And I guess this leads us right into our main topic here. Yeah. 
Because we have to touch this one. Yeah. What? CCJ? CCJ. Yeah, we have to touch yeah, this Yeah, one. well, we have to let me tell you, I just want to go on a bit. Okay. So I got my judgment that I'm hearing from different police officers. Mm -hmm. Some of them, most of them are congratulating me because they know that was just pure nonsense. <laughs> ah, Alvin Thomas the criminal. That's right. That's right. Now it. You know, and I must say, you can't paint all police officers as being bad. I know many police officers that are upright standing individuals and give you the benefit of the doubt, you know, and are just doing a job the best of their abilities. That's right. But the institution itself, the Royal Police Force of Antigua and Barbuda, is a corrupt institution. And why I say that is because after the beatings that was done to me by Alvin Thomas on the 15th of January and the 22nd of January 2013, I made my way to police headquarters on American Road to make a complaint. Mm -hmm. The officers took my statement. I had Ruben. I had um, Cindy Francis. I had another guy named Nathaniel. I had Jim Galloway with me. And up to this day, nearly five years later, nobody has called me to move this case forward. So what am I going to say? <clears throat> I'm, what, I'm saying that you're corrupt. Nobody, Nobody saw a crime. crime. No, but where? <coughs> so you're actually saying if you didn't file a civil suit, nothing would have happened? Nothing would have happened. There was, there was a criminal complaint that I made. That's right. And they still don't do nothing? Nothing has happened. The officers told us that they will be in contact with us when they want us to come in to make further statements. This is so... Pathetic. But it's not over yet. No, this is I will be carrying this matter further. I'm not going to oh, tell yes, you what I'm yes, going to do, yes. but let well I tell you off the ear. Yes, yes, you say yes, ain't going to yes, stop yes, like that. My yeah, grandfather yeah. and father yeah. and uncle and yeah. family have fought too yeah. hard for us to get rid of colonials yeah, so that Antigua could become better. Happen. That's right. And I am not accepting that behavior from mm -hmm. Alvin Thomas or any of these other punks in the Royal Police Force of Antigua and Barbuda. So as they used to say back in the day, wet your hand and wait for me. If you thought it was finish it just started oh uh, <laughs> yes absolutely i totally in agreement with you. they need to stop that nonsense as i say too many people have fought for this some lost their lives and all that uh, so that we can be at a particular level we don't have to face the brutality for certain things get as you face in the past well, yeah that you face, face uh, get rid of colonialism and all mm -hmm. that and then you see these guys just come up and do these things like it's a norm you know, we're, you know, it's, I'm so proud of you that you went, you did something about it. And um, now you're just you're seeing the rewards of what you did. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, yeah, definitely. So, so, so on to the CCJ you know, now, Nedwell. And yes, it's a topic yeah. that I think we'll be continuing to explore yes, until, until the 6th the, of November, yeah, which is just, just over a month now. Yes, yes. As yeah. tomorrow will be the 1st of October. <laughs> <coughs> it is a situation where even the people that are supporting the CCJ and you ask them the simple question do you have enough money even if the CCJ is more affordable than the Privy Council do you have enough money in your bank account or your wallet or hidden on your bed to go to the CCJ the answer is no so what are you voting for you're voting because it's cheaper no and that a rich man will save some money instead of going across the atlantic to the privy council the rich man who could afford it 
in the Privy Council will save hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars because it's more affordable at the CCJ. But you who are going out to vote can't afford it. Is that what it's about? Is that what you're getting also hyped up and excited about? That you're going to give a rich man access to the course at a more affordable rate that's right and you can't get no access and you can't get it because i'm speaking for myself i can neither afford privy council or ccj that's right you know let well you take over from here yes yeah you know it's it's so disheartening there and you know they try to make all kind of arguments on this thing tell you about affordability even though that i've seen a situation i've seen a comment on the on on, on the um on facebook where they said that the person said that they saw something where they, in, now in this technological age, the, the Privy Council now is deciding that they will do it by, um, you know, uh, there's this camera stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Video link. Video link, that's right. You know, which will make it cheaper. You don't even have to travel across the Atlantic anymore. So, we, we, you know, we are, they were not even looking to other options. We are yeah, just yeah. saying now that, hey, 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 they, you know, and we have to get rid of these guys and all that and all that. But I've seen on one of our posts where, we, you know, we, we put there that true labor post, we say, you can't bribe the Privy Council. So what is the next step? Is to go out there and form the CCJ people who you can bribe and just, you know, and do what you think that you want to do. And that is not right, you know. So we, I, I, I can understand that, you know, that the opposers of the CCJ, I know what they're saying, because the arguments that these people are making are so out of line, you know. That you have arguments where they talk about colonial this and colonial that, and and this is so disheartening and it's so unreal. Because what the colonial masses was doing is just about the same thing that these people are doing us. So they, I, I don't understand what road or what alley they are going down talking about this colonial past and all this. And as I said, I mentioned earlier, that this guy, you know, he was highly offended because this lady was saying black people are too wicked to one another. And it's evident, it shows. Black people are really wicked to one another. So when we see this and I hear look, people are now picking up, and these people who are now saying these things are people who have never fought for anything against racism, none of that stuff. They just glide through it day after day. But now all of a sudden, now they figure it's going to benefit the people them who they support. They are too much for black causes. What black causes? You know, justice has no, justice is blind. He can't see no color. He sees the facts presented, and that's what it is. You know, we, we have so many different things to, to touch before we get to the Privy, uh, privy Council, removing Privy Council. I've seen, I've seen an article written coming out of Trinidad where the, the judge was saying, look, we have bent over backwards to make this system work. And when you look at see that some of the judgments that we've been come down with, we don't even have paper to make a hard copy of those judgments. It's really out of line. And I'm saying, wow, it reminds me of what we, something we told me happening in Antigua. Yes, we had this Trinidad issue there where this judge in Trinidad, and he mentioned, said, look, we are trying our best to make the system work. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, we, we come down with judgments and we don't even have paper 
to put it on. We have to tell the, some of the lawyers to come in, already have it all typed up, and then we just sign it off because we don't have the paper. And I say, we have told me that. That's happening in our, our courts in Antigua. That no paper is there to, 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 to file this, to do this, to, to make hard copies of this. And it's a horrible situation. When we find that we need to address something that's not affecting us, in, in a kind of, in a way that, you know, that you, you feel horrible about and we have to get the rid of, and you're saying that that's the first step we're going to take in our black cause, this is, it is not right here. It's not making much sense to me. And I know that these people that are out there that are saying that they, you know, it's not making much sense to them. I can see exactly what they're talking about. But I just want to mention that it's not making any sense to you. You're not for it. Don't stay home. Go out and say, you're not for it. Because if you only stay home, it's only benefit the people who did not stay home and you're going to vote that they are for it. So I'm asking the ladies and gentlemen out there, when that time comes, go out there and show your disapproval. You know what you're, you're disapproving against. You know exactly what has happened. You know what's going on in Antigua over the years. You see how, that, how they handle our judiciary and the judicial system is. You know, the, the, my, my, my co-host just told you. He went and made a criminal complaint. And not up to now, this is almost six years later, if not six years already, and nothing has been said criminally. So if he didn't go and do and, 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 and put a, a civil suit uh, against these people, you know what would have happened? It would have just been swept under the rug like anything else. Yeah. And that will be the end of that. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is what we, I think they wanted. Oh yes, that's exactly. You get tired of this and get tired and just decide, just leave that because that's the thing is just taking my life before you can come to a head. And you know, we, we can't tolerate these things. These these are things that we can't tolerate. My co-host mentioned earlier that um, so many people, and especially his family, his grandfather, fought for certain rights that we have, and they're trying desperately to take away these rights from us. You know, they, they, these things can't work. They are referring us to a court. You know, the Privy Council was a court that allowed us and uphold our freedom of speech. Because when Observer was being knocked down by the appeals court to say, look, hey, you can't have a radio station there or there, so that the people can go out there. Mm. You know, where would the, the, the voice of the people be without Observer? You know, without the Privy Council saying, hey, it's the right of the people. We would not have benefited from, the, you know, going out the freedom of speech and all that. You know, Observer came into play and we were able to go out there, the voice of the people. You know how many issues have been introduced and being talked about and, and that voice of the people? You know, and, and this, this is our appeal court, our black brothers decided, no man, lock down them voices there. Those voices there are not to be heard. You know, and it's the white man who decide, hey, no, no, that's not right. Everybody have the right to be heard. You know, so the freedom of speech was upheld and all that. And, and, and now yeah. look at where we at. So, you know, when we want to remove something like that and, 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 and put in uh, another group of people who don't care of rights, don't care of nothing that, 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 you know, we stand up for that was fought for. You know, we know what position we are putting ourselves in there. And, and that, uh, you know, we need to really take serious looks at these things. And, and decide in, you know, that we are going to make sober decisions on what we do. Do not 
um, halt yourself from going and, and doing what you're supposed to do and that uh, you know when that time comes because then you're only benefiting the people who opposes you because they are going to be there mm-hmm. rest assured they're going to be there trying to get the, the people who they support agenda across mm-hmm. and you have to get your own agenda across you're, it's not a matter you're supporting anybody why you are going out there but you saw exactly what's been going on over the years you saw how judiciary works operates you saw that there's sometimes yeah, of course that's right penal system the oh, jail man, cell yes, buddy, yes man yes yeah Prison oh, of mean, Coronation Road, yeah. 1735. And all that. The conditions you know, the, oh, that our black people that, are under. It's that. oppressive. The and it's not the colonials that is um, oppressing them. Not at all. It's your own black people. That's so true. That's you know so that true. And the biasness. My yeah. fear really is that they need a two-thirds majority to go to the two, the CCJ of the yeah. voters on the day of the election. Mm-hmm. How many people voted? two-thirds must vote for CCJ. CCJ, My concern from what I'm hearing this week is two people came to me. Mm. They were opposed to the CCJ. One was a client of mine. Mm. I went to give her a document to sign and then she said, meaning about all that, she's a Labour Party supporter, and she said, Mm. meaning about all that, you know, Mr. Brad, meaning for the CCJ thing because Mm. me a poor person and me can't afford them. But that's my own thing. So I'm not voting, I'm not, and me no one part of that. I said, but if you don't vote, then that is favoring them. Because the the majority of the people, or even Mm. one third of the people may not be for the ccj that's right but if you don't go and vote it makes no difference then they may get the, the two-thirds of they who they does go out who does go out to vote if you don't go to, to vote, change the ccj that's right, so if your position is that you're not for the ccj you need right. to go out and, and cast your vote us, for the privy council that's right that's all it is that was one lady she mm. didn't seem to understand what they're saying she said to me she wants to be loyal to a party still that's what it is that's but she knows that is not for her she knows not so right. she's not going to vote Idea. In addition to that, I saw another lady in the in the high court just Thursday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Now she seems to be a UPP supporter mm-hmm. or former UPP supporter. Mm-hmm. I think she actually said she would campaign with me and wants to okay. come my way. All right. And that's certain what her politics was before, but it seems like she was not in support mm-hmm. of the Labour Party mm-hmm. recently, at okay. least. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this CCJ business, she doesn't like it. She don't yeah. like what, what they're talking about and the kind of way they conduct the whole campaign, campaign for the CCJ. Yeah, yeah, it's a like campaign that. for to educate people. Yeah. Campaign for the CCJ. Right? Mm-hmm. She didn't like how that went down. Right. But she and I are saying that she's not going out to vote. The idea, she's opposed yeah. to it. Yeah, but she don't want to, to go the CCJ, But she's not going out to vote. So no, that right. is one of the problems I saw. That, that was just a rough sample of two people that I had conversations with. I saw another... Um, mid-level ALP supporter mm-hmm. right there at noon's hardware just going up there by Aerocard pull up my car mm-hmm. spoke to him individual and he was saying yeah I'm not for the CCJ you know but you hey. know <laughs> you have a government job so yeah. I'm hoping that being that you go in there uh, into the polling station and be a closet exercise council vote, council vote, but come out and tell corrupt labor boy, cut out privy council neck in there boy, burn them in there boy, how you mean? But make that X so large. I hear you tell you. Okay, but 
going up on the Sousa Road there, right mm. after your friend, you know, when you turn the corner from Craven Road where she sells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a gentleman about two houses down. Mm. I think he walks uh, hip and job. Walking, coming towards the gas station? No, going towards now the, the, light, the, the stoplights. The stoplights. Yeah, okay. About okay. two houses. This oh, guy, yeah, your friend, yes, buddy. Friend, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you said that, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. talking to him, man, and then he wanted to say, he was telling me, no, man, but he now said, no, you have to say, you're making sense. What you said? You're making sense. Who? The guy. Mm-hmm. When I told him, you have to go there and vote. Yeah. Even though you're not for it, if mm-hmm. you don't vote, you're only helping the other side. Yeah. Then he said, you're making sense. So I believe that he got He'll that go message on. and he will well, go there. Well, it should be easy for him. He's probably just at Golden Ghost School. Yeah, just over Although he has there. that physical... Yes. Yeah, he has a disability, yeah, a disability. There, but he, but he, he needs to go there. Even if he wants us to come and give him a hand. If he wants to do that, yeah, just we'll let that. us know. We'll because, you know, you have to exercise. You yeah, must you exercise, exercise right, your vote. Wherever it is on the 6th of November, you need to go there and vote. That's right. You're an adult. You are elector. You have to have a say. You can't Absolutely. say, oh, I'm for vote, so I mean, really have no say. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You no. have to make a choice. You That's are an adult. You are an elector. That's right. You have to be fish or fowl. One or the you other. You can't be on the fence. No. You understand? No way. No, not helping. Not helping so the Nelly, situation. It's another all. week. It's over an hour now. About that time. We will yes, um, be back again next week. The mm-hmm. grace of God. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Um, next week, I'll give you more details about my judgment in the sense that... Um, we got the draft, settled draft order signed off by the master. Mm-hmm. Um, I filed it on Friday, so hopefully tomorrow I will get my stamp, stamps on it, the final yeah. order, yeah, which I will then serve on the AG's right. office and hear what they say about paying me. Yeah, you know, they say they're in an economic powerhouse. So uh, I don't want to hear no broke ass nigga. No. I don't have no money. No, 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 I hear um, that. Now. Come back next week. No, come man. back end of month. No. Um, we see if I can give you hawks and herring. Ah. We get 10,000 every month from here on for the next no, 13 yeah. months. That's stupid. No, like that. That's no, 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 no. After no, six no, years, no, yeah? No, man. No. So. Let uh, us hear no from the economic powerhouse. <laughs> I, hope, I hope the Minister of Finance, intend to Senior do. and Junior Minister, free up some of that CIP funds. I'm telling you. Because we, 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 would, we would really appreciate it. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, take good care. Bye for now. Bye. A buzzer took a monkey for a ride in the air. The monkey thought that everything was on the square. The buzzer tried to throw the monkey off of his back, but the monkey grabbed his neck and said, Now listen, Jack. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. Ain't no use in diving. What's the use of diving? Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top. The buzzer told the monkey, you are choking me. Release your hold and I will set you free. The monkey looked the buzzer right dead in the eye and said, your story's so touching, it sounds just like a lie. Straighten up and fly right. Straighten up and stay right. Straighten up and fly right. Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top.
told the monkey you are choking me Release your hold and I will set you free The monkey looked the buzzard right dead in the eye And said your story's so touching it sounds just like a lie Straighten up and fly right Straighten up and stay right Straighten up and fly right Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top Straighten up and fly right Straighten up and stay right Straighten up and fly right Cool down, Papa, don't you blow your top 